conquer local. It's really a breath of fresh air. Good times. I help leaders go from anxiety to authority under pressure. And then let's go and get it. It's an ecosystem. The hardest part here is going to be getting me to shut up on this one. Conquer Local with Vendasta. Hosted by Jeff Tomlin. Welcome to the Conquer Local podcast. Our show features successful sales leaders, marketers, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs who will inspire you with their success stories. Each episode is packed with practical strategies as our guests share their secrets to achieving their dreams. Don't forget to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel for the video version of each episode where you can see our guests in action. Tune in to learn the highlights of their remarkable accomplishments and get tips to revamp, rework, and reimagine your business. Whether you're a small business owner, a marketer, or aspiring entrepreneur, the Conquer Local Podcast is your ultimate guide to dominating your local market. Tune in now to take your business to the next level. I'm Jeff Tomlin, and on this episode, we're pleased to welcome Jeff Cheney. Jeff has over 13 years of experience in SaaS technology and is a partner at Relentless Venture Studio, which has led to multiple private sector M&A transactions. Prior to Relentless, Jeff oversaw the license training and business development for an international loyalty and mobile marketing platform called SMS Masterminds. After joining the company, went on to achieve an Inc. 5000 award in its first year of qualifying, and later merged with a publicly traded enterprise. Today, Jeff oversees Castanet, a LinkedIn lead generation platform, and is passionate about creating value, delivering results, and building lasting relationships with his clients and his partners. Get ready, Conquerors, for Jeff Cheney, coming up next on this week's episode of the Conquer Local Podcast. We are joined today by Jeff Cheney of Castanet. Hey, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing, Jeff? Hey, thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it. Glad to be here. Hey, well, it's it's great to have you. Thanks for taking some time out of your busy day to join us on the Conquer Local podcast. Um, you know, I've I was really looking forward to this conversation uh, over at Castanet. You guys do a lot of cool things, and one of them, um, you do some really interesting things with uh, LinkedIn outreach. And so, I wonder if you could kick off by talking a little bit about your secret sauce and how you guys are approaching that. Yeah, I'd be happy to. You know, we are first and foremost, an agency first model. So we're really designed to work with agencies as a tool, as a service that they can provide to their to their clients on a variety of different levels. But at its core, you know, LinkedIn is a incredibly powerful social media network with about 950 million B2B professionals who are looking to network with one another. And Castanet just makes it a little bit easier for the average user, for the average sales rep or individual professional who's looking to engage with a specific audience on LinkedIn. Um, so we are at its core, we're, we're an efficiency tool. We take all the things that you would have to do in order to get an authentic conversation started on LinkedIn. And we automate as many of those repetitive actions, making it so that you as the human, you're involved in the real conversation once that gets started, while the machine is doing all the work of the repetitive behaviors you would have to do to get that conversation started. Very cool. Like, uh, you know, channel is super, super important. And LinkedIn is such an important channel for people to really master because um, you can target people and, and, you know, business professionals unlike any other platform. And uh, so, you know, I, I'm sure that your clients see um, exponential gains uh, when they can really leverage the power behind LinkedIn and, and the audiences that they have. Eh? Yeah, and you know, I hear more often than anything else how underutilized LinkedIn is for the average person. 
when they hear about Castanet and what we can do, they come to us and kind of go, man, I've always wondered how I could better engage on LinkedIn. It's just a, one of the social media platforms that a lot of people overlook or they only do the bare minimum on it. But the, um, the power is there, the potential is there. I mean, it's, it's probably of all the social media platforms, it's the one that is most uh, geared up for, for sales and business development purposes. Whereas, you know, Facebook and Instagram, that's more about creating a following and getting content out there and, you know, uh, selling very lightly. But LinkedIn is a place to do business. And we've got a whole lot of people there who want to do business. So we're just trying to make it a little bit easier. You know, yeah, you guys have an uh, interesting model over at Castanet and strategic partnerships are really important uh, to you guys. Maybe um, talk a little bit about how, you know, your background startup M&A influenced your strategy over at at Castanet. Sure, sure. Well, it's um, for me, I mean, I've been in technology for for 13 years and most uh, all of that kind of revolved around the the SMB Main Street, you know, serving the underserved. That was always a passion of mine, uh, finding ways to take technology that enterprise type organizations already had and make it a little bit easier for the average person to use that same technology. Um, and the path into market with any one of the companies I've run, uh, I've always leveraged partnerships like Vendasta uh, because you have the people that we want to work with. And I'm not just talking about affiliate type partnerships that those are those are a completely different thing, but an actual partnership of integration and where you know, we have each other's best interests. Those are some of the things that we look for with every one of our SaaS technology platforms we've run over the years. And it's really been a cornerstone to how we go to market, how we do business. And we invest very heavily, very aggressively in nurturing these partnerships to make sure they're getting everything they deserve on both sides. You know, I think a, a lot of companies take for granted a, a partnerships approach. Partnership, things like partnerships, community, and, you know, their their whole sphere of influence because um, when you when you do a really good job of that, it, it does miracles for your ultimate customer acquisition costs. When you've got sort of this network of partnerships that are helping pull business in. Um, and, I, you know, I don't know if you agree with me or not, but I think what really makes or breaks a lot of companies is their ability to control the costs around acquiring new business. And uh, it, it sure. really gives you an unfair competitive advantage when you've got sort of this moat of, of partnerships surrounding your business. Well, it's all about finding organizations where you complement each other, right? Where, where your product uh, coupled with theirs, one plus one equals three when you put them together. And, you know, that's what I look for is, you know, ways that we can, we don't just make sense. It, it's like unlocking the key when you put these two tools together. And that, those are the types of partnerships we look for, but they are, um, you know, oftentimes underinvested in. And, you know, the, I think that's where partnerships really go sideways for a lot of organizations is that they're kind of a byproduct, um, not really invested in. Um, it's there, but, but we're not working it um, on one side or the other. So we focus on partnerships that are mutually beneficial, where everybody's going to win. Uh, and we try to make sure that that's a, a key element of the sales channel and, and that we're really putting all the energy into it we need to. Well, speaking of sales channel, um, 
you know, maybe talk a little bit about some of the emerging trends. God, in this space, it is so hard to keep up on all of the changes. And so I always like to ask the guests to talk a little bit about emerging trends, what they're seeing. And uh, um, so particularly when it comes to like automated sales processes, what are you guys seeing that's kind of coming out new that uh, people got to get on top of and, and what impact it's going to have? Well, I think the first thing everybody's going to think I'm going to say is AI, which is a big, big trend in the in the industry and automation. Um, but let's just push that aside for a second, because I really just want to focus on um, the importance of integrations and making sure that all of your tools, all of your systems are talking to one another and you're building a process that removes the human element and the potential for human error and streamlines everything. So we've designed Castanet to integrate with just about any CRM tool, for example, um, because we wanna make it so that as you're engaging with prospects, as you're getting authentic conversations started, you can automatically transfer that lead into your CRM workflow and nurture it outside of the LinkedIn environment. That's critically important. I think that's where you see a lot of companies um, opening up their willingness to connect with third party and to bring in third party platforms so that you can seamlessly manage the life cycle of your customer acquisition. Yeah. Hi, by the way, how, how are you keeping up on all, all of the trends, the, the, the trends and the, you know, the changes in the, in the software space, the tools that are out there, how people are sort of approaching integrations, new approaches to doing things like with the AI, you know, how, how do you carve out time to, to keep on top of all of those things that you guys are, so that you guys are always out in the forefront? Well, it's funny because, you know, I have to put my blinders on to a certain degree because there's just so much and there's no end to creative things you can do. And I think that's one of the risks of being in business is that it's, it's easy to kind of uh, constantly be shy, uh, uh, running after the next shiny thing. And what we, we try to do is really focus on our partner needs. And we let our partners and our clients help us better understand where their needs are evolving and how they're evolving and looking into solutions that solve those problems proactively. Uh, that's a big part of what we do. So uh, I'm, I'm curious, maybe get, give me some color about how you're approaching this, the, the LinkedIn strategy. And, you know, I, I always find like practical examples. I don't know if you've got a customer story in your back pocket that you can share that sort of it demonstrates but how you, how you approached LinkedIn, how you guys sort of implemented the strategy, what impact it had. Um, just to sort of draw out a mental map for people that are listening along of how, how you get the most out of uh, out of the LinkedIn strategy? Sure. Well, there's several different strategies uh, or there's several different paths that you can take with LinkedIn. You know, you can be a content marketer, uh, produce content, push it out there, build your following and kind of organically engage with people in that, in that environment, which I'd strongly encourage anybody to. Um, we focus on the one-to-one, -one, really isolating, hyper-concentrated lists of ideal prospects using the LinkedIn filters that they provide. Uh, and once we get that list of prospects as concentrated as possible, our goal is to get you connected with them automatically and then engage with them in a way that is compelling and interesting in a way that they would be most likely to respond and then notify you as soon as a response is detected. Now, when you apply that strategy across a variety of different verticals and industries and use cases, the way in which you might actually do that could be very, very different one, one to the other. Um, 
And, and oftentimes the strategy with LinkedIn is not the most obvious one. I think that's why people really struggle with LinkedIn and understanding how to best leverage it because they, as much as I hate to say this, we're very selfish creatures. We kind of go into everything thinking, how do I get, I want more sales. And, and when you put it in that framework, sometimes you can have those blinders on and uh, neglect the nurturing and the relationship building and the authentic one-to-one -one human element that is so important in the LinkedIn community. And I feel like practically contradicting myself because I'm an automation tool talking about human, but that is where it really comes together. You know, when you apply automations, you have to be as genuine and authentic and human-like as possible and step in and take over that conversation as soon as you can. You really don't want to let um, AI or automations continue to run their course when someone's ready to talk. You, you got to be ready to step in. One good example that I'll share with you, um, I had a, an agency partner come to me and say, Jeff, I have a client. He's a chiropractor and he wants more patients. How's it obvious? LinkedIn. And I thought, well, the, the, the most obvious is you could go out there and ask everybody whose back is hurting. <laughs> That's one way you could do it, but the results are going to be dismal. Um, even though you can isolate a group of people in a, a geo-targeted area and say, okay, show me anybody uh, who's an executive level um, in the city of San Luis Obispo, California, there's the list. But you don't know if there's a need. You don't know if there's an interest in your product or service. So to just cold outreach on LinkedIn oftentimes falls on deaf ears. So the, the unusual path that we helped him achieve, he, we got him the patience he was looking for. But the path to get there was very different. We actually reached out to uh, gyms, personal trainers, yogis, uh, anyone who works one-on-one -on -one with patients that may suffer an injury or have back pain or uh, need the services of a chiropractor. And we actually focused on a partnership play. So again, bringing back <laughs> the partnership uh, strategy, we helped him partner with organizations and individuals around his community who could refer business to him. And what made it even more unique was digging in with the client and really kind of understanding what is your value proposition? Why would somebody send you their, uh, their, their client? He said, well, one of the things that I have that nobody else has in the whole city is this unique imaging system and it's mobile. We can go on site and I can do an X-ray of their entire body and identify the exact point of pain um, while in motion. It's a very unique system. And he goes, it's a cash cow. And every minute that it's sitting in my parking lot, it's costing me money. So I wanna be doing as many of those. He said, man, you've got a great tool. You've got a great value proposition here. Let's get you partnered with doctor's offices and all these other facilities around the community that could be referring you patients one after another. Then your chiropractic services become your upsell. Now that you've got the relationship and you've served them once, build upon that and, and nurture that relationship. So that was, that was a really good example of a use case that we did for an unlikely candidate on LinkedIn ended up generating tremendous results. And that, and that's not totally different from the basic inbound philosophy of creating some value before you actually ask for the business. 
Um, and right. yeah, you know, you, you step into a partnership and you're thinking about the value first to the, uh, to the end person makes a really easy conversation for creating a partnership with them. You treat one of their patients well, they're going to send you another one. I mean, that, and at the end of the day, that's really what it comes down to. Very, very cool. Um, you know, there's a phrase always bounces around in my head. What have you done for me lately? And what, you know, finding new customers is one thing. And, uh, but it's uh, infinitely uh, cost, more cost effective to keep the ones that you have and keep them happy. And so maybe just uh, some thoughts on how you guys sort of approach creating long-lasting um, relationships with customers, um, you know, in the long term, so that you're not prematurely throwing away the dollars that you spent on acquiring those customers in the first place. How do you create long-lasting, long, long sure. or how do you guys think about um, how, how a business should go about creating long-lasting relationships? Well, let's put it in the context of LinkedIn, right? So if, if this whole conversation is really about how do you leverage LinkedIn to um, nurture the relationships you already have, I think that is probably one of the most under uh, leveraged and kind of underserved aspects of LinkedIn is most people are so short-sighted. They're always thinking about the next lead, the next lead, the next lead. And they forget about the 4,600 people in their network that they've connected with. And they haven't done anything with to, to engage or re-engage in the last, who knows, could be years. But one of the things that I recommend is to go through, if you have an existing network, um, you can go on LinkedIn and go to the search function and filter by your first degree contacts. Your first degree contacts are the people you're already connected with. And then you can filter that by industry and by title or role or geography. So if you sell in the US, you could filter by United States. Uh, then you could add title owner. And now there you go. You've got a list of people who are already connected with you in the United States who are owners. And you know, what do you have to say to them? You know, what do you want to follow up with? Do you have a newsletter you could subscribe to or offer them to, to subscribe to? Or is there uh, a new initiative that you launched in the last six months that they may not know about? Um, is there a new video or resource, a download or white paper that you could share? Uh, these are the things that you can do and you can automate with Castanet. We could set that up so that Castanet is doing a once a month drip on all of your existing network to just keep them in front of you, to keep your brand. Realtors love this. This is one of the things that realtors really like about our platform. Not everybody's ready to buy or sell a home, but as a realtor, you want to connect with all the people who are uh, executives and, and uh, higher earners in your community. And you just want to have that touch point every once in a while, talk to them about what's happening in the market, you know, as things are changing. You can build that out so that all of that is automated and running on your behalf. And you're going to get a lot of engagement with your first degree network. Those people are going to respond, hey, thanks so much, appreciate it. Or, hey, I've got a sister-in-law who's looking to sell her house. Can I pass it along to you? Those things happen all day long. Share your knowledge, share your expertise. It'll come back to you tenfold. Um, love, love the idea of making time for that. And, and uh, you know, I, for one, I'm guilty of not doing it, not doing it enough. And, and you know, my, my roles <laughs> in marketing, obviously. So, and, and by the way, I find a lot of people um, spend a lot of time creating content and content pieces, uh, and they do not enough in proportion um, to actually promote that. And so I think taking the time to, you know, uh, 
work with your network and share your expertise and and provide value great way to create and and keep uh relationships going um you know a couple of takeaways you have for the uh, for, for the audience that you would want them to have top of mind few takeaways so i think the main takeaway is automation will change the way you do business but it won't replace the human experience and you know the most successful companies out there are the ones who are embracing automations and embracing integrations and leveraging tools to increase efficiencies uh, within their organization but they're not neglecting that your client their client um, still wants to talk to a human being and, and that's where you got to find that balance and i think that's that's what you can do with castanets what you can do on linkedin um, you can also do it wrong and you will drive people away if you're doing too much automation and not enough human. Um, so that's what I would encourage people to do is you know, be human, be authentic, leverage technology to uh, automate the repetitive behaviors that, that you would have to do in order to get that conversation started, but then step in from there. It's kind of the 80-20 rule. You've got a thousand prospects, someone's got to reach out to them you know, five, six, seven times before they eventually respond to you. And you're probably only going to talk to about 20% of that thousand. So let the tool do all the heavy lifting so that you can focus on the people that are ready to talk. I think that's, that's really key. Words of wisdom from Jeff Cheney. The company is called Castanet. Thanks for taking some of your uh, very valuable time to spend us, uh, with us here in the Conquer Local podcast. Um, and come back and join us again in the, in the future. Love to have you back. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate the opportunity. This has been fun. Last uh, last word, Jeff, if uh, someone wanted to reach out to you and uh, continue the conversation, how do they reach you? You know, they can look me up on LinkedIn, um, and you can also find us at www.gocastanet.com for our main site. You can check out a demo, book a meeting, whatever you need. And with that, sir, I bid you a fantastic week. Um, thanks much. Thank you. There you have it, Jeff Cheney from Castanet with some clues on how to leverage LinkedIn. LinkedIn's network is now close to 950 million professionals and you definitely should not be ignoring it. Castanet really is a great tool to help initiate authentic conversations. You know, as a CMO, I'm always looking for new tools that fit into our stack and help us increase lead flow or lower lead cost or increase lead quality. A key takeaway from the conversation is that while automation and AI are important trends in the industry, it's crucial not to neglect the human element in business interactions. Successful companies leverage tools like Castanet for automation, but Jeff emphasizes the importance of stepping in and maintaining authenticity during conversations to build long-lasting relationships. It's always easier and more cost-effective to maintain and grow relationships than to have to create new ones. If you've enjoyed Jeff Cheney's episode discussing LinkedIn lead generation, check out episode 628, How to Craft Successful Cold Emails with Frank Saunders, or episode 627, Driving Business Growth Through Effective SEO Strategies with Nick Padilla. Until next time, I'm Jeff Tomlin. Get out there and be awesome. You've been listening to the Conquer Local podcast presented by Vendasta. Tune in next week for a new episode. Guest discovery and produced by Suleiman Adam. Marketing by Rory Lawford, Brandon Moore, and Suleiman Adam. Executive producers, Brendan King, Jeff Tomlin, and Suleiman Adam. Recorded at Vendasta headquarters on the Canadian prairies.